So I am here with Sierra. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you today? I'm great. I'm so glad you're here today. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us who you are? Sure. Uh, so I am Sierra Keaton and I'm a lot of things in a nutshell, but I'm a girl who made it. I'll start by saying that, um, but I'm a registered nurse by trade. I've been a registered nurse for 16 years. I'm also um, a business owner. I own a couple of businesses in the medicinal cannabis world, as well as a coaching and consulting um, company as well. So it's a little bit about me. So you had told me that you were supposed to be a statistic, and now you love to empower others who had difficult childhoods. Please tell us more about that. This will be one of the first times I really shared this this snippet. Of course, people know the overhaul that, you know, I was a, a foster child. I was not raised in a traditional household, but the details of that I haven't always been so intrinsic with. So I will say that I was raised by my grandmother from the age of like one and a half to until the age of close to 14. And um, given that situation was quite different, I was always, I always had to figure things out. You know, I remember from nine years old, washing me and my grandmother's clothes and giving her um, diabetic injections, right, to enrolling myself in the, the middle school that I wanted to go to and literally just having her sign the paperwork for me. So that was non-traditional in itself. Aside from that, um, my mother was in the streets, um, on drugs. And I look just like my mother. <laughs> um, and it used to be a curse when I was young. Everyone used to be like, oh, you're going to be just like her. You look just like her. You act just like her. And so everyone always put that expectation on me to not do anything, not graduate. My mother had a child, which is my baby sister. And everyone just knew we were hiding it. It was my kid. So I walked around the world with all of that and then I went into foster care at the age of 14. And so for all of those statistics, you know, I graduated high school. I graduated college with a bachelor's degree. And I am a business owner. And I'm a Black girl, <laughs> you know? Um, so when people say, oh, I, I say all the time I'm a two percenter. And people think it's, you know, the two percentage of the world with the people with the wealth and the riches. But that's not what I mean by I'm a two percenter. Only two percent of foster children graduate with a college degree. Right? So when I say I was supposed to be the statistic, I was supposed to be on drugs. I was supposed to have a million babies in this world. And I was supposed to not be anything. That's what I mean by I'm supposed to be a statistic. You're you're such an incredible inspiration and it's beautiful. So you had said you are a registered nurse that is in the cannabis industry. Why did you become a nurse and what brought you to where you are now with cannabis? There's a sad story that brought me into nursing. So nursing was not the first option, but I've always had the determination. I got to make it. I didn't even know what that looked like back then, but I just knew it wasn't what I was in. It wasn't around me. And so my first modality was I was going to go away to college to major in, in uh, sociology. I know I wanted to help people. And I knew also that you had to have a master's degree in sociology. I'm like, who? And I had actually applied and got accepted into Spelman College. And my foster mother said, I don't think you'll make it. I don't think you are strong enough, quote unquote. And these might not have been her exact words, but this is the underlying meaning. I don't think you're strong enough to, to go away to college and be successful. So she wouldn't allow me to go away to college. And at that point in time, I'm looking like, well, I got to do something. <laughs> I'm doing something. Um, and so by this time, it's June, right? I literally walk up to 
now it's known as Chamberlain College of Nursing. But back then it was Deaconess College of Nursing. I literally walked up to the doors in June and applied and got right in. It's almost unheard of. And that's how I became a registered nurse. I was so naive back then. I didn't know the difference between a CNA, LPN, RN, BS. I didn't know nothing. I just knew <laughs> I got to get this done. <laughs> and so I say I, it was really grace because I became a nurse by accident on purpose, though. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. I, I did for my four years. And then I started in intensive care. So I'm an ICU nurse by trade, intensive care. And then I started traveling and made my way out to California as a travel nurse. And then I stumbled up on taking care of a patient who I saw evolve. And when I found out it was because of cannabis, I was like, huh? What's this stuff? You know about this stuff that all everyone always smoking to make their eyes red? And that's what I knew. That was the only side of cannabis that I knew. The devil's lettuce, right? Used to say. <laughs> and so after I found that patient had evolved with the use of it, I began like this. And that was back in 2012. And it's been a journey of discovering all about this wonderful plant um, that can be used medicinally. And here I am now known as the number one candidate. <laughs> so you started looking into cannabis. You started to understand it a bit more. How did you start to utilize it in the work that you were doing? Well, so I learned about the plant in itself and how it helped others, the medical side of it, all the science, because it's nothing but the science. So that was, that came in first. And then the next part came into, okay, well, how can I help others? Because this is not something that's known. This is not something that people even feel comfortable talking about. I stumbled upon some mentors. If it wasn't for those mentors, I might not be as strong about cannabis because I, I myself had the stigma over me for a long time. But my mentors were a pastor and first lady of all people. And they encouraged me to speak about its medical power powers and and you know if you're a religious person you know it's not the people you expect to empower you when you're talking about cannabis but one of the things that that stays in my head my mentor said so church people don't have pain right and and because of that it, it just made my drive and continues to be my drive it doesn't matter what stigma is about it but I have to help people because people don't even know that this is available and it's a whole nother side to wellness to holistic health and it's due to ignorance why the stigma is so heavy and I guess I was put here on a mission to help remove that stigma and so that developed, my first business was a not-for-profit and I was teaching the old lady of the church about CBD. I was like, oh my God, Lord gonna strike me down, you know? Um, but that's how I first started. It was always an educational factor and introducing people to CBD, which is, you know, it's not the only part of the plant, but it's the safe side. I like to say, you know, I, I start people with talking about CBD before they even realize it's all cannabis, but, you know, we'll get there. And that evolved into almost starting a delivery service out in California. The laws are so sticky. So I kind of teeter tottered and learned. I had someone almost offer us a million dollars for my face, for my face to be their brand. And I was like, no, that's not what I want. And it evolved today into coaching and educating uh, nurses, corporations, and healthcare professionals about alternative wellness solutions to starting my own product line, um, CBD line to gear toward wellness. And then it turned into, I'm actually a med spa owner who has a specialty with uh, CBD. So we're a CBD medical spa and wellness center. That's amazing. You've done so many things since, did you say 2012? 
Yeah, it's been a journey. You had mentioned that you co-created a CBD line. How was that experience doing that? Um, again, one of those things that I did accidentally on purpose. <laughs> um, so I wanted to always be able to provide my clients or patients with products because that was the biggest thing. I was educating them and they were like, okay, well, what can I use? And sending them to other sources and sending them to the dispensaries or even to another company that I found online that I liked was really limiting for them. And they didn't have access to the right amount of products. So I said, okay, I'm going to have my own line. Never in a million years did I think that I would have actually custom formulated products. That was never the plan. But on the journey, I found out that the products that I wanted for my clients and patients, they weren't making them. If they were, it was to push the small business owner out. So if I wanted custom made products, I'd have to order, oh yeah, we'll do that for you. Just order 10,000 units. And I'm like, you know, I can't do that. So I literally learned about formulation. Um, I learned, well, I already knew the parts of the plant. So my medical brain got to think, my nurse brain got to thinking like, well, if I'm trying to treat this, I can use this, 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 this. And I learned the chemical side and boom, next thing I know, I started custom making products with wellness. So it's called Balance Relief like the plant. And it's literally because we're able now to take parts of this amazing plant and relief them. Think of a tree and putting all the pieces where you want them to fit to provide balance. And that's where the name comes in. It's custom designed with you in mind. Amazing. And so where is this available for people to purchase? Oh, it's online. We have a website. I started e-commerce and then we moved into our spa, uh, but www.balancerelief.com. So you had mentioned that you own a medical wellness CBD spa. What is that? And what services do you offer your clients? That is the biggest question. What is that? Is that a thing? And, you know, from the other side, they're like, is that legal? You know? <laughs> But it's always been a vision. And what we have brought together with Medical Spa and CBD is a different way to do wellness. We incorporate plant therapies mixed with self-care, mixed with coaching and guidance to get people to wellness. And that looks different for everyone. And being in a medical spa, we do do some therapies that are geared toward beauty or, you know, cosmetic, but we were birthed with the idea and the concept to be able to integrate CBD into the medical therapies world. So what does that look like, right? It looks like patients who are trying to find holistic ways to deal with whatever they're dealing with, from cancer clients who may not want to go through chemo to people who want to heal their psoriasis or chronic pain a different way, right? That is truly the spine of our medical spa. And we're able to use, of course, we're in Georgia, so we're not using THC-based products, which technically we don't really need to these days, but we use CBD integrated into every single service that we offer to increase outcomes, make better outcomes, healthier alternative ways for clients. So we do, you know, some IV hydration and we actually have a custom CBD IV hydration which I know people are like, that's a thing. And people are like, well, what do you do it for? Because I don't have people walking around like, oh yeah, I need, I need to go give me one of those CBD drips. Fortunately, because of all the laws and things, you know, we can't advertise it or even market it the way it should be used for. So I have to like work around it. 
out loud, I can't say, you know, CBD IV drip can help you with your pain, but I can say it will provide relief, right? <laughs> For autoimmune disorders, you know, severe anxiety, just to really put the body back in balance. Cause that's really what cannabinoids do for us is puts our bodies in balance. And we walk around with illness cause we are unbalanced. So that's just one of the therapies that we offer. We offer CBD injections for pain and anxiety relief and then other therapies integrated with it. So a, a form of massage therapy, which is trigger point therapy, figuring out the trigger point. We do that with the the power of um, CBD, our pain balm and massage oils or our massage candles to, to help tackle pain from sexual health and wellness and yoni steaming with the cannabis plant. Just any therapy, our skincare therapy has a CBD infused into it. And all of these are, it's not just because we put in CBD in everything, but there are specific medical properties for every point in your body that CBD can help with, whether it's decreasing the inflammation or restoring your cells or helping with those pain receptors. So many things that we can do with plant medicine to magnify them. We have a, a multitude of products. So again, just breaking the stigma and helping to integrate. It doesn't mean that we don't believe in traditional medicine. We're not kicking it out the door. Like don't come in here with that. But what we do is we help bridge that gap. We work with the provider because a lot of people are scared. They're scared of cannabis. They don't know anything about it. So we help bridge that gap and showing people that they, they can experience wellness. I never think that you would have a very balanced mind when it comes to healing and wellness because of your background and because of, you know, including cannabis in the mix. So what is the name of your spa? Relief Wellness Spa. Awesome. And you said that was in Georgia. Yes, we uh, we're currently we are mobile in concierge. So we are by appointment and we come and see you specialty, uh, but we serve the greater Atlanta areas. I just want to empower people because everyone's like, oh, you know, you've all, you've done this amazing thing or you've discovered this. And I want to say that it's because of not giving up on the journey, you know, it's because going against the grit and I'm not that type of person, but when you really find your lane and what you're supposed to do, it almost comes natural. Like I have been told so many times I couldn't do what I have done. I've been told a million times, oh, you can't do that. You're a nurse. Um, and so really for anyone for, who's trying to tackle anything, don't listen to the people that are telling you no. Listen to the people that are telling you you can. And even if it's only one person, that's all you need. So, Of all the things that you are, which are many, you are also an author. Tell us about what you have written. So I did, it was actually a collaboration. It was a documentary film and a book about COVID. It was called Year of the Nurse 2020. And it was a collaboration where we talked about all of the, for lack of a better term, all of the horrid things that we saw and went through during COVID from the nurse's perspective. We talked about all of the issues that were going on during COVID. You know, we were dealing with the pandemic. We were dealing with racism. We were dealing with healthcare burnout. And, and all of that was on our plate aside just from the pandemic. And so we took a I like a binocular view. And again, it's a documentary film that we did with the collaboration of other nurses who worked during COVID. I was a frontliner during COVID. I went to work up in New York during the masses. And I also worked in Texas and California uh, during that whole pandemic. So, and I'm an ICU nurse, critical care. So 
I, I tell people I, I during that time I put more people in body bags than I did my whole was now 16 year career, you know, and to talk about that mental health behind that. So that's what our film is based on. And then we did a book collaboration called Year of the Nurse 2020. Where can that book be found? It can be found on Amazon. You type in the Year of the Nurse 2020. It's me and five other nurses. And the documentary film is not public. There is a trailer. And I'll give that that link. We'll drop that link as well. But we do we did we actually won two or three awards in the the private film um, industry for documentaries because of that in 2021 and 2022, actually. What are you currently working on? How can I help more people? Because that's really the goal. The one of the biggest things when I meet people and I talk with people, even just as a nurse, they're always like man, I wish I would have found you last year, or I wish I would have known how do how come no one knows. And so our biggest modality is being able to help more people and reach more people. So currently working on putting together um, a full wellness center where people can learn all about plant therapies from different aspects, not just from the nurse, but from the chiropractor, from the primary care doctor, from the massage therapist, even down to their hairstylist. So that is one of the things that I'm working on. And another thing I'm working on is I call it a passion project because of you know, you have a business, cannabis, medicinal cannabis is my business, right? But a passion project has always been to help young foster girls. And I recently moved to Georgia about two years ago, but I came from California and I was actually working on opening up a group home out there under their short term and foster care program. So I plan to do the same thing here in Georgia. So one of my passion projects is tapping into transitional housing for foster girls. And so in the next year or two, that will be something big that I'm going to spend some time pouring into. Wow, what a beautiful project to work on. And who better than someone who has gone through it themselves? Definitely. You can reach people a little bit differently, I think. This was awesome. It was so cool meeting you and hearing about the amazing things that you're doing and how beautiful and hard this journey has been for you. You are such an inspiration and the stuff that you're doing in this world is helping people. And I just I just love that. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. We we never know the time, the place, or the hour where someone may just come up on you and hear something that they need to hear. So that's the point of this.